see if board members have questions or comments. Director Downing. Going back to the slide about assumptions of um, which one on on here or way back? Yeah, way back. <laughs> it has to do with the free fares. Oh, uh, the free fares yeah. right here. So, have you consulted other transit districts to reach some of these uh, some of these uh, numbers? Have you have you spoken with others to see if there is anything we're missing here on the uh, benefits and the challenges? Yeah, this is actually most of these were driven off of another a transit agency's board report that went in to go to free fares, or I will say keep free fares because they're already free fares, you know, versus going back to actually charging. Yeah, because sometimes there's just unintended consequences. And yeah. If somebody else has already done it, there's no reason for us not to know it ahead of time. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I wanted to comment on the big picture issues here. First of all, thank Chuck for the presentation. The numbers are critical. It has to pay for itself. It has to work. Um, we dream of being the best transit district in the country or one of the best. And this is a practical map of how we can actually get there. And when we ask for people for a sales tax, we're not asking for money because we're failing and we desperately need to have some help to stay afloat. We're saying, with your help, we could become a, a transit district that competes with Boulder and Portland and these places people talk about as having wonderful transit systems. Um, the, to the, answer the question about the public asking, why do, why do these people get to ride for free? You know, how come they get away with that? I think there are two major answers to that that I think will resonate with drivers that don't take the bus. One of them is, how can you get these other cars off the road? And how much would you pay to have people on a bus and, instead of having driving around in a you know, you know, several-ton vehicle? Because people are no longer driving one-ton vehicles. They're driving much heavier stuff around on the roads. And climate change is an issue that people in this county have paid serious attention to and it makes a difference when people get out of their individual cars and, and take public transit. And so we, I think we have to push hard on those kinds of issues. But I kept at, we had a presentation, this presentation or close to it at the Finance Committee. And, and I, I asked the question there, how can we do this? The transit districts around this country are going under. They're having major crises and cutting back on service and BART talking about shutting down routes and frequency dropping dramatically and so forth. And the answer that I got from Chuck and from Michael Tree and others was other districts depend a lot more on their uh, fare, their fares from their riders for their, their uh, uh, financial success. And we're at about 20% of the money we get to run this system comes from people paying for their ticket, for their fare on the bus. BART, it's 60%. So if you ask why is BART in trouble, when COVID hit and people stopped taking public transit, or a lot of people stopped taking public transit, they took a huge hit in their budget. We took a hit, but it wasn't as dramatic, because again, and what the difference is, people in this county have been willing since 1978 to tax themselves, to pay local funding, to keep a transit system operating at a level that really serves the public. That's critical. 
because compared to other districts around the country, we have a lot better public support from the people in our community, whether they ride the bus or not, because the voters all have to vote on this, not just the bus riders. And it, it really makes a difference. So what, we, what we've had here are a bunch of numbers that show that it'll work, but I keep holding on to the bigger picture sort of narrative description of what's going on. We're talking about becoming an amazing transit district, 15-minute service in year one from the university and 15-minute service throughout the county in, the, in phase two, um, free fares. I, I, I've been on this district um, board since uh, 1979, and I can't remember when that wasn't one of the biggest issues that members of the public got of. How come we can't ride for free? Or, you know, it's so, you know, we can't afford it, or I take the bus, but it's too much, or I don't, I never have the right change, I don't, it's confusing, and I don't know how you pay for it. And so, it would make such a difference just to say, if you want to get someplace, get on the bus. You don't have to, you don't have to have the correct change, you don't have to go pay ahead of time 30 days to get a, a pass that'll take you on there or something. So I'm incredibly excited by what you've just presented to us. I mean, the numbers are just kind of dry, and that's our responsibility and your responsibility <laughs> to get into that and understand how they work. But for the public, the picture here is not about these numbers. It's about how a, really a reimagined bus system that really carries people where they need to go. And it's not just about public transportation. It's about housing. If you have 15-minute service that runs along Soquel Avenue, you can start and think about all the way down SoCal, not just in the city of Santa Cruz, but all the way to, you know, to eventually Freedom Boulevard and down to Watsonville. The, the opportunities for affordable housing where you don't have to have uh, parking pay a third of the cost of building the house because you don't need two cars for every family or three cars. People can get on a bus. If the bus is coming every 15 minutes, you don't even have, you don't even have to know when it's coming. It's a, on an average a seven-minute wait if you just go out there and hope it's coming soon. You know, seven minutes, is not, you're not really taking a huge punk out of somebody's life. So I think we'll be able to have a real increase in affordable housing on these routes, um, public transit for people to get to hospitals and work and schools and places they need to be. I just think this is one of the most exciting things going on in this county right now, and I don't think we should underestimate that. And I think we, we can get the public to support this half-cent sales tax if they understand that picture. It, it's not a, oh, we're desperate, we're going under, and maybe give us a little more money, and maybe we can hold on for, by our fingernails for another couple of months or something. No, we're talking about really having a wonderful transportation system here. So thanks for the presentation. Thanks.